Hello and welcome to episode 200. Fanfare. <laughs> Trumpets. Drums. Cymbals are clashing and clanging. Yeah. Henny or Henny. Steph said today that we should have a cake to celebrate. To celebrate 200 episodes? No. But, but, but sadly, we do not. We Alas. do not have a cake. No. <laughs> no cake. No cake. <laughs> okay, but if you were going to have a cake. Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. What kind of cake would you want? Well, I would, I, my number one cake would always um, be carrot cake. Yeah, as a kid, that was my favorite. <sighs> Yeah, but however, I was talking to uh, to my son, and uh, he, he they, they plan at some point on making their own wedding cake, which is what they're already thinking about, right. and and so they already know the flavor will be lemon raspberry. Oh, interesting. Okay, and so right when you said that, I was like, I I lemon and raspberry is okay. I prefer lemon and blueberry together. I also would prefer lemon and blueberry. Yes. A nice pairing. I also love a lemon blueberry situation. I know. And it just reminded me about the lemon blueberry muffins that I was making for a while there. They're from the Staten Island family. Yes. I have not made it. I I haven't made those in ages and they're delicious. They're so good. But I use like double the lemon rind that is called for in the recipe. Me, I did too. Yeah. And they're, because I want them lemony. I want them lemony, yeah. And then I put the the glaze on top just with the Lecanto icing sugar. Right, right, right. And lemon juice. It's like, I think that that's it. And it is so it is just, and the blueberries here are so big, like they yeah. pop and sometimes like juice comes flying out. I got to be careful when you bite into that muffin. That's right. I'm going to, so, you know, you have to have a visor on if you're standing near me. <laughs> a visor, a poncho, <laughs> a face mask. <laughs> You exactly. just got to be all ready because you never know what sort of projectile liquid is coming your way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Here's the, what I forgot to tell you. Before we were recording, we were talking about stuff and I was telling her about my uh, tribulations and trials with my whole back situation. So right. anyways. When I was at the doctor today, um, he, when I got up to leave and whatever, he said, okay, he said, all right, well, I'll, I'll see you, you know, soon or something. And he said, um, you know, it's not always nice to see you. And as I walked away, I said, well, sorry, I wish I could say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he said to me? What did he, he said, say? He said, you're mean. <laughs> hey, I don't think that's mean. <laughs> And I said, I told you to when I came in, the first thing I said was, I'm grumpy because I'm in pain and I'm grumpy. Oh, my goodness. You know, that just shows you that. And this is not like a GP. This is a guy I only go to when I'm already in a painful situation, you know. So right, right, right. I, I've seen him far too many times in the last year. 
that we no. are at that level of just, you know, joking and and such. So mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <just laughs> I love that. I love that he said you're mean. <laughs> I said I'm just kidding. No. I say that every time just... I leave the dentist, I always say like I yeah. hope not to see you for a while. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, love you, but sorry. Uh, I know. It'd be, I, it'd be in my best interest if I wasn't back here a week from now or a month from now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'll have to bring him some cookies. I made today's Valentine's Day for recording on Valentine's Day. Right. And um, I made Phil. I went. I made sugar cookies. So I made the dough a couple of days ago. I put it in the fridge. And then yesterday, I went and bought heart-shaped cookie cutters, which I am 99.9% sure I already have, but I cannot find where I put my sh- my cookie cutters. I think they might be packed with Christmas. Oh, okay. And I, and I just was not in a, in a in the mood to, to look to go through all of that. No, I hear you. Stuff. I hear so you. I just bought new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I rolled them all today and I thought, oh, I'm going to make a little bit of icing. And, and the thing was, that there was four different sizes of hearts. So there's, um, like they're big, like probably four inch, five inch, oh, wow. the big one is. So I made two big ones like that. And then I made some, um, icing that will harden. And then I put like a bunch, I made it in a heart and put a bunch of sprinkles and stuff inside. Anyway, they look super cute. So, oh, um, I'm sure those little sprinkles made a bloody mess in my kitchen. Cause you know, you put the icing on and then you got to like put them on and then it's like free for all. Cause they're bouncing everywhere. I would do that over the sink. I oh, yeah. Well, honey, you know, I, I had like 40 cookies to do. So. <laughs> oh dear. And so what are you going to do with all those cookies? You're going to give some to the doctor because you were mean. Yep. I, and then when I went there, I am. When I went there today, I actually brought some for the guy that does my physio. I brought some for him. I brought him cookies last week because last week I made filled chocolate chip cookies. And so I brought him some and the guy that does the physical part of the physio too. So there's I have two different people. Mm-hmm. And um, and then when I went back the next time, the the one guy brought me cookies, but they were looked like the same ones that I had brought him. But he'd asked me for the recipe, so then he made them. Oh, so he made the that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, and so he said, but he said, but mine. He said they taste okay, but they're not as good as yours. He thinks I ate them. I had a little bite, but but I was trying to figure out what the difference would be, and so then I thought about it. The recipe called for baking soda. Oh, okay. So I knew the mistake that had been made. He used baking powder. Correct. And it makes more sense here because baking soda is not sold with the baking stuff here. Oh, is it sold in the cleaning supplies? It's sold with the, like, um, first aid stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird, I know. Yeah. And it's not necessarily in a massive container. It being like a little pill container. That size of a little thing. You can okay. get bigger ones. I have seen it in the drugstore, like the drug section, the pharmacy. Right. Um, but anyway, so I said to him, I said, oh, I meant to tell you. I said, the cookies were good. I said, they are different. I said, but I was thinking, did you use baking powder or baking soda? And he's like, baking, stop talking. 
<laughs> uh, he said, you know, I think I use powder because that's what I went and grabbed because they also wouldn't have it in the where their baking stuff was in their house. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so I said, well, you know, there's a difference. And he said, yeah. He goes, because I brushed my teeth once with baking soda. soda. And, I said, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he's like, huh. Yeah. And it was very interesting. But anyway, see, see where that just went? I went, I went to the doctor, then I made cookies. And now the cookies went to my back to my physio guy. And now we got to baking soda and baking powder. Just, well, went, just all over the place. It was like everywhere. It's like a pinball machine. It was just like boom, boom, going it's like back and forth. Uh, <laughs> well, thinking about this guy brushing his teeth with baking soda, that you know, that could be considered a life hack, potentially. Could be. Um, could be a life hack. But this past week, we asked our Instagram followers on Instagram if they knew of any life hacks. Oh, and please share. I will tell you, I got a few responses. So, okay. so as of right now, I have four responses. Yeah. Three of which say, I don't have any life hacks, but I'd really like to know what other people say. <laughs> <laughs> Three different people said that. <laughs> so everyone Hilarious. is very interested in other people's life hacks because they feel like they don't yeah. have any. Then I got a okay. fourth response, and this is the only response that is an actual answer, and it actually comes from your son, who responded. My uh, son? <laughs> so he said, my life hack is I wear my shoes until they're so worn out that my mom can't stand them, so she oh. them for me. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I cannot wait to tell Sandy this. <laughs> that, that, that son is Brock. That is, yes, definitely. <laughs> because we had a whole conversation when he was here. Henny, I did go through a phase where I was continually, he, his <laughs> shoes are so disgusting. I would buy him a new pair and then he'd put those ones away because these ones are still good but those are my good ones so now he says those are my those are my I I can't I can't clean them because then I, how do I know which ones are my bad shoes which <laughs> ones are my good shoes <laughs> he is a hundred percent a hick hundred percent hundred percent and yeah, so so that was that was the only life hack <laughs> that is the best thing oh my god a brat. A brat. <laughs> and, and he actually, because I said I wash my shoes in the washing machine, he thinks that is the most disgusting habit you could ever do is to wash your, you put your clothes in there and you've washed your shoes when you've been like walking on dog poop and stuff. But like he realizes that it's like washing, like it's detergent, <laughs> like it's all clean, right? <laughs> I, I know. I said, do you, do you ever look at the condition of your clothing that I've cleaned at your house <laughs> that has come out of your chute that you've had in your truck for months? Let's talk then. Let's talk. <laughs> That's very funny. 
Oh my goodness, that is so funny that he did that. Oh wait, till so, I say something. So, so that's the one life hack we got. The only other thing that was kind of funny was um, a lot of people. So I also we also asked on our Instagram story last week. Um, would you hit the panic button in a parking yes. lot in order to find your car? And mm. the majority of people have responded with a resounding no way. Really? But we did get a specific private message that said, I don't hit the panic button, but I do pop the trunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And he said, because that way I need to pop the trunk anyway to put things in the car. So now it doesn't look like I did anything that I wasn't meaning to do. <laughs> well, but why are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed about that? The It's on the remote for a reason. <laughs> okay, but is it really? Okay. Isn't I don't it think it's a panic. It's got a horn thing on it. Like that's, isn't it called is the panic a button? I don't know. May I thought it was literally that's what I thought it was for. Huh. No, you did not. You did not think, did. you did not think it was a find my car button. Yeah, because it's I mean, I guess sometimes it yeah, some of them are red, but I know that <laughs> maybe there's more than one on the remotes. Let me just look. let me <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Oh come on, am I the only one? Oh, I don't man. think you're the only one. I don't think you're the only I mean, I have heard many a car alarm go off in a in a mall parking lot. I don't think you're the only one. But it's not a car alarm, is it? Well, I know I'm not alone because we've all heard this before. That Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you hear it all the time in a parking lot. I know you're definitely not alone. Press the panic button. How to find your car in a parking lot. <laughs> it says press the panic button. I mean, the other things are like, okay, park near a landmark. Okay, well, yeah, it's too late for that, okay? I mean, that doesn't help anybody look for their car. No, no. If you parked near the landmark, you would already know where you were. Oh, now I just feel like a total ass. But, hey, if you know me, no. you already know, so. <laughs> yes. Okay. Your glasses. What happened with them? Okay, okay, okay. So a couple of weeks ago, I got new glasses. Wore them, and I think after a couple of days, I messaged and I was back and forth talking to you and stuff about like they make me feel sick, whatever. Now I, I do know there's a an adjustment period because I have bifocal, like a so like transitions. I've transitions, yeah. and so I was trying to be very patient about it, but. It was giving me headaches and I did not go back and wear my old glasses the whole time I was wearing for a whole week. So I said to Phil, like, I can't wear glasses. I, at one point, the the glasses I could wear were the sunglasses that I'd also got that were transitioned. So one day I was in the tub having a bath, wearing my sunglasses, reading my book, which is ridiculous. I might as well have had a margarita and, you know, an umbrella. And I'm envisioning Beach this. It's, I'm. What is the song? Like I wear my sunglasses at night, except you. Yeah. I wear my sunglasses in the bath. Like I'm. I'm. Exactly. I'm there for you. Exactly. That it's ridiculous. So anyway, <laughs> so then we went there on Saturday. Phil says, I, like we both did not think they were going to really do anything for us. Okay. 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 
it, you know, and it, so anyway, we go and okay. and the it was a woman that was there this time, and um, and and she, when I picked my glasses up, she was there, and she spoke like her English was very good, like okay. really, really good. Okay. And so when we went back, you know, Phil started speaking in Spanish and then she immediately remembered and she started speaking. She goes, well, I can speak English. And I said, OK. So she said, don't. First thing she said is, no, you don't need to worry. We're going to make it right for you We until your glasses are right. So I was like, OK. Wow. So anyway, she spent a lot of time in there checking my eyes, you know, this, that, this better, this better. But she could actually communicate with me. It's the first time I've had somebody checking my vision here that Phil did not have to translate for. Okay. So, so that was like, okay, fine. So anyway, she said something about distance. And I said, I don't have a prescription for distance. It's just, it's clear at the top. And she said, oh, okay. And that's fine. So we're going back and forth, back and forth. Well, at one point, this is very funny. She's up close to my eyes, you know, she's putting, cause I have those goggle things in and she's putting like the different lens things in to check. Right. And she's, She's like, you have beautiful eyes. And I said, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> and she said, they're blue, but they're kind of grayish, whatever. And I said, well, that's funny because I think my eyes used to be bluer than they are now. I said, I was just noticing too. And she says, oh, but you have eyes just like, just like Liz Taylor. You have Elizabeth Taylor eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Jamie Lee Curtis face. Elizabeth Taylor yeah. eyes. Okay. Yeah. This is this is boding very well for you, Sandy. <laughs> but from the neck down, garbage. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, so okay, so then fine. So now I'm like, you know, she's still chucking, blah blah blah. So she said, we're going to make new glasses. You'll have to leave your glasses here. Fine. Okay, that's great. So anyways, uh, you know, Phil and I go out. We were being tourists, actually. We went somewhere we'd never been before. So we were like there and we coming back. And then I said to him, I said, oh, you know, it was weird. I said, she asked me if I have a prescription for distance. And I said, no. I, I said, no, I don't. I And he goes, yes, you do. And I said, I do? <laughs> and he said, yeah, he said the last time you had your eyes checked, they said that they was a little bit off on the distance they were going to put. And I said, oh, I now I remember you saying that. But here's the thing when you're not interacting with yeah. the person that's checking, I don't know what they're checking, what they're. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't stick. Oh, no. But the glasses, the last pair of glasses that I had 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 got here, they they are probably the best. There was no, I mean, I can't, when you, when I have to look down to read, the, I can't, they're not blurry. Like there's no, it's so slick the way that these glasses are. I And so I'm like, oh no. I said, Phil, maybe you should phone her and tell her because now they're going to make these and whatever. And he's like, no, no. He goes, you know what? Well, why don't we, when we take the dog for a walk, we'll walk back up. I said, okay. So we walk back up and we go in and she's standing there and she's like, yeah. And so I go over and I said, oh, I said, you know what? I said, you asked me if I have distance, um, yeah. a correction on distance. And I said, I told you no. I said, because I thought I didn't. And then I said, but the last time I had my glasses done, they mm -hmm. had told Phil. Anyway, she's like, uh-uh-uh. Because she'd said to me, did you have these, are, did you get these here? 
are your eyes down here? And I said, no. I said, yes. And she said, oh, not in the U.S. And I said, no. And I didn't correct her, but like, no, I wouldn't get, no, I wouldn't get less in the U.S. But I said, no, they're all done in Peru. I've had the last four years, they're all been in Peru. Okay. So anyway, she's like, she said, no, no, no. I know. I know that you did. And I Uh. said, oh, okay. Because you asked me, I said, no. I said, you gave me kind of a weird look. I said, but when we never talked about it. And she goes, well, that's why I was testing on this and this. And I said, okay, okay. okay. So anyways, I was trying to, and then I thought she wasn't clearly understanding because she was like, no, no, you don't, you don't have to worry. Well, no, no, I just wanted to clarify that this is why I said to Phil, can you say it in Spanish? She goes, I understand what you're saying in English. She goes, I just, I just think that you're, you're a little insecure. What? Okay. You see see your body reaction and face <laughs> i just like backed up away from the computer and like <laughs> made a, a shocked face like i'm sorry i a, an, a woman at an eyeglasses place has just told you that you, that she thinks you're a little insecure yeah, so I did the same thing, but actually I said to Phil, did, so did you see my whole body? I go, I was like Ohito when he sees a dog that's 10 times his size, but he thinks he's going to be big, so right. he like can <laughs> Shoulders back, like, and and my face, and I saw Phil, Phil kind of walked, he stood back, and I saw him, and I didn't say anything. I said, I think I said, no, I don't think that's the issue. Anyway, I knew that that's when a direct translation, right, is not the person doesn't what, understand what the do you context. Think, what do you she, think un- she meant to say? You're, I, I, I understand you were unsure of what. Oh, I'm that's what sure. you were saying. And she also said the direct translation would be insecure. Insecure. Oh, and that makes sense. I like, I get that you're feeling unsure. Yeah. So that's what he said. He goes, that's what (laughs) he meant. And and I was like, oh, lady. Phil actually, Phil, oh, no, lady. It was all good until this point. Oh, 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 no. no, Oh, Oh, no, lady. My, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I, I I thought. Oh, I said wait till I tell Henny. <laughs> well, Perfect I had a full physical reaction to the comment. So, <laughs> and I've never heard this story before. That was not a plant. <laughs> yeah. So funny. So funny. But uh, anyway, and this is why when I often am trying to like make an appointment or a reservation using WhatsApp and I'm using Google Translate, the first thing I say is, um, you know, I I don't speak Spanish. I'm using Google I'm using Translate. Google Translate. That's yeah. really, so that's that they really understand smart. Because I can imagine when it's, if it's something really simple, like I need yeah. a table for three people at this time, I can manage that in, in Spanish. But if it's something like, you know, I want to make a reservation for two people for a Manny Petty, but I just want a regular Petty, but I want, you know, this Manny. Yeah. It becomes God knows what they're trying to read gobbledygook. Just like when you're, you know, there. I don't, I can't trust that they're as good at deciphering my voice to text <laughs> as, as I am. <laughs> when they are 
reading my Google Translate fair. to Spanish. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So, but, oh but that's really, but that's really like that's really smart actually to say ahead of time, like just so you know. And actually, speaking of voice to text, like I have had text messages from people where they'll where the first message says like I'm using voice to text, and then oh. and then they'll like continue. I right. mean, I'm not saying that you need to do that when you're talking to me voice to text. Like, <laughs> I get it. But, but yeah. like, if you were texting someone that you weren't familiar with or like, I yeah. think it's, I think it's wise to, to put that. It's, I was going to say like, put that caveat there. It's not even a caveat though. It's, it's just like a, just so you know, like if it comes yeah. out a little odd, like this is what's happening, you know? Yeah. And I and exactly. I think with something like Google Translate is because it's it's not it's not a perfect translation, right? It's a word for word, like direct mm -hmm. translation that may or not may not make sense, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's really I think oh. that's really clever that you do that. Oh, oh my goodness. So you know, there was all that. Wow. I, okay. So life hacks. I can tell you that. And then I brought it up to Phil. Uh, I said, oh, I said there was one, they, one of the hacks was about, you know, uh, making sure when you take your clothes off and put it in the hamper that it's the right side in and whatever. And at, at the end, he's like, so is that your way of asking me to... <laughs> I said, it's just information and you can do with it whatever you'd like. I'm just, I'm just, it's, it, it may or may not be a gentle nudge or reminder. Yes, yes, exactly. So I said, you, I've just, I've just given you something and now you have it. And now it's you decide what you do with that information. That's just information, Phil. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> However, we've both been turning our clothes the right way. It makes it so much more joyful to fold. I, I just can't. I just don't. I just don't understand why you wouldn't. I, I just don't. Unless, yeah. unless, like has been pointed out to us recently, you are yes. purposely putting something inside out in order to wash it inside out. That's a completely other story, right? Yeah. Like if you have a t-shirt that has a certain print on the front and you want to protect yes. the print and so you're flipping. I mean, I get that because... Because you have purposely done that, fine. But yeah. if you're just if you've just stripped something off and it's inside out and you're too lazy to flip it back, I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, then Phil went through this whole thing about socks because I always do. He said unless my feet like unless they're like they're sweaty and then they don't come off that way. I said, what are you talking about? So then I have to like determine like, oh, these were sweaty socks. I go because we could go into a we could go we could take it to the next level. <laughs> like because it's so humid and when he's running the clothing is dripping and then it's yeah. in the hamper then do gross. I want two days later to go and to pick it out no, and gross. it's still damp and gross smelling not really gross yeah Sandy <laughs> okay. I've been I've been reading because of course I've been on this memoir like celebrity memoir I train no, anyway, it's crazy. So I, it's sort of, it has slowed down a fair bit in February. I've been reading a, a bunch of things that are not celebrity memoir, although there is one celebrity memoir that I am currently reading. And mm -hmm. it is by, it's called, This Is Just My Face, Try Not to Stare. And it's by Gabby Sidibe. She's the girl. Okay. Yes. 
she was in Precious, the movie, and she was in Empire, the television show. Like, she's been in a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. So I am, so I'm reading this book. And right now I'm about halfway through, but very early on in the book, it was one, like, I don't know what page it is, but it's, it's very early on. Like, I'm going to say within the first 20 pages, I took, I'm reading it as an ebook on my phone. And so I took a screenshot of it because I had to, like, I, I read it and was a little, like, I don't, I don't want to say like overcome you know, or like overwhelmed. It wasn't quite that much, but like it did make my eyes prick with tears. And, and it was like quite like emotional for me to read this page. Okay. And so can I ask you though, cause that thing, but did it like, what, what do you remember what the sensation was in your body? Like, I don't know if, are you aware of things when they happen now, like how your body physically feels? Hmm. Like, I know for me that there are certain things, certain interactions I have with certain people uh-huh. that I already know that I need to like either remove myself from that or do something because my whole body tingles. I, I feel uh-huh. it from the, from my, my center down to my extremities. I can relive a conversation that I've had with that person to someone mm-hmm. else and feel, and still it replicates that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, anyway so with this particular piece that I read it like I I know that my eyes pricked with tears I think that was it I think that was the only physical sensation that I had although I I will say that I have had interactions with people where I have that sort of full physical like um anxiety fear anger mixed all together that kind of a reaction Mm -hmm. and what that feels like to me is um it often it it's like a sensation that radiates from my shoulders down to my fingertips and back up again and Mm -hmm. I feel it in both arms and then I'll feel like a pit in my stomach but it's, yeah. but the sensation runs up and down my arms. So interesting. Yeah. And, and I have had that a handful of times in like in the last few years that, that something will be happening or a con- like you said, like a conversation yeah. is happening or, um, yeah, or, or something like happens that was unexpected and, and there's, and there's like people are, are people are talking or whatever. And that's yeah. what it, it radiates from my from my shoulders down to my down to my fingers and back again, and then it's accompanied by like, a, like a, a stone pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's so yeah. it's it's interesting when, I mean, I'm sure we've always had these types of reactions, but how far we need to, like, how far we can come in our life to really be in tune with wait a minute, this is when this happens. Like these mm-hmm. are the similar types of situations. Situations, And this is how my body's reacting. Yeah. But it's also good information to when possible, try to do things to avoid those, those situations. Mm-hmm. Or if it's people you do not need to interact with. Yeah. I remember in university because I, because 
I studied theater, then like I, it was a, it was a theater degree. So it wasn't just performance. Like we did a lot of theater history and, and like backstage stuff. And, but there, there was an aspect of the degree that had performance classes. And in those performance classes, we did a lot of like work with your body and like trying to understand what your body was doing and how your body felt and how your how your body how shifting your body impacted how you were feeling or how you were thinking like Mm -hmm. if you tilt your pelvis forward or if you tilt your pelvis back or if you put your sternum up or down or you know like and how just little movements like that can can create a different sentiment or a different feeling and and then we did a lot of talk about like where in our body we carry stress yeah and like because there are parts of your body that that you tense without even realizing it mm-hmm. and and i know that for me it's mm-hmm. in my jaw like huh. that is the number one spot where i hold tension is in my jaw oh so yeah but like different people were different like like a lot of people yeah. shoulders neck yeah. back like those are and i mean for for sure i think we all like carry stress in all of those places but I know more than anything it's my jaw and so like to like like put my thumbs on my temples and then rub it down the side of my face like there is nothing more relaxing to me than that sensation because it just like forces you to to let go of your like let go of the jaw and let go of the way that you're holding it and oh my goodness yeah but it's but it's like you said like it it takes a lot to learn that and to put that connection yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. That was like a, another pinball thing. That was going to come back. So sorry. No problem. Okay. No problem. Let's, <laughs> let's tell me. Tell me so, about this. okay. So I'm reading this, this section of the book. It's right at the beginning and she's talking about getting a phone call that um, the, the, the editor-in-chief, I guess, or whoever it might be, a Vogue magazine is, like, wants to put her on the cover of the magazine. And she's so excited about it. And um, and so she goes up to the office, like, wherever she's, like, to, to meet with these people or to talk about it or to sign something. I don't really remember. And she gets up to the office and the door is open askew. And so she hears a conversation before entering the office. And so then she hears the one, like the editor in chief say to someone else, like, I don't care. And so the quote is, I don't care what I have to do. I'm putting that fat bitch on the cover. And then they laugh and they're, and they're busy. And so she stood and listened. And so they're busy Uh. making fans about being so excited about putting her on the cover and like and so she's so this is this is her writing so I'm reading her page um I stood silently I was sneaking in on a conversation that I wasn't meant to hear about sneaking into a world I wasn't meant to be a part of not feeling horrible but no longer feeling super excited I waited for it to be over I'd been called a fat bitch before. I'd been called a fat black bitch before, but this was different. They loved me in the film and they wanted me to and they wanted to put me on the cover of the magazine, but I was still a fat bitch. And then she and so like at this point I am like a little teary-eyed and then it continues 
I knew what I looked like. I had mirrors in my home. I'd seen picture. I'd seen myself in pictures. I wasn't in the dark about it. I just assumed at the time that if I could display a talent worthy of praise, if I could prove that I was worthy of attention, that I wasn't just who you thought I was, I guess I thought I wouldn't be fat anymore. Oh. And like that cut me to the quick. Like, I just... And and then it says her next line says this may seem silly and I know that now but at the time I thought that if I could just get the world to see the way I saw myself then my body wouldn't be the thing you walked away thinking about. Yeah. Penny, did she do the cover? Um, I think. I don't think she did the cover. I no. Yeah. I think she yes, she did the cover, but there was controversy with the cover because the cover is like a close up of her face. It's not her body. And so if you look at like Vogue covers, it's almost always yeah. the entire body and then her cover is a close up of her face. Okay. I would not have done the cover. I don't think I would have either. Uh, but, it's, I actually, but, I, but it's hard to say. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I'm i pretty sure I would have walked right in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I, if they, in, the conversation wasn't intended for me. I think I would have walked right in and said, just so you know, I heard your conversation. No, I'll I save don't. you. I'll save you from having to do any extra work. Not. I feel like I feel like I hope that me now would have done that, Sandy. Like I hope that yeah. me now would have walked in and said, "I heard this conversation. I don't think this is for me." But mm-hmm. I think me at the stage in my life where she was at the stage in her life at that time, I feel like I would have just yeah. sucked it up and done the cover. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not being judgmental of her. No, no, no. I know you're not. You're not critical of her decision. No, no, not at all. I mean, because I don't know if there was contractual obligations. There, I mean, there could be a lot of things that we don't have pretty. Absolutely, absolutely. I and everybody does whatever they they feel comfortable with doing or feel they need. Like, but I and so for me, I know that as I got older, I have better. um, I'm better at controlling rather than just like reacting immediately like I do now have time to absorb without that Mm. immediate reaction Mm. when I was younger I did not have that and so I know there I would have been like right into like protecting myself and just gone off I would have been crying my eyes out like let's be serious here like I would have been a freaking disastrous mess but yeah yeah like that's what I think about myself too like I think had I had I overheard that conversation, like I feel like I might have just turned around and left. That's yeah. If I if you were to ask me what I think you would have done, that's what I could see you doing. Yeah, I think Is so. You, yeah, you wouldn't have gone in to have a a conversation. You just would have pretended like you would never showed up. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's I think that's probably what I would have done. Yeah. Ugh. I it's mean, all crappy. 
so crap like so crappy for for that obviously for that to have happened but like just this sense of like willing the world to see you for something other than your weight you know and like like she was at this point she was just off the success of precious like mm -hmm. she she'd been rocketed to superstardom you know like and and so believing you know and and well and and that's not even it's not even believing it's willing it's 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 tr trying so hard to get the world around her to recognize her for her talent to recognize yeah. her for you know for what she could do and what she could bring to the table and how she mm -hmm. could present herself and you know and and to have those be the things that she was remembered for and that she was uh, you know, praised for rather than, rather than it being her weight, like rather than, yeah. being, you know, no, exactly. I mean that it, it, yeah, that, that sat very, very deeply and heavily with me. Yeah. Because yeah, well, because unfortunately we live in a world that does like to remember us for things about our physicality, right? Like, mm -hmm. and you know, that's how we describe one another. That's how we identify one another. And on one hand, I get it. Like I, I get that these are physical traits that we, that set each person apart from the next. So like, if you're going to describe someone, like it makes sense to me to describe someone by whether their hair was short or long or by how tall they were or by how heavy they are or by what color of skin there is. Like, like I get that we use those as, as describing characteristics. The challenge of course, with any sort of discriminatory element and and fat phobia being one of them is that it's not just that we use these characteristics to describe one another but we use them to stereotype one another and to believe things about one another and to treat one another differently because of it yeah that's 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 where the problem is right but it's a it's a slippery slope from describing someone to moving down to believing them to be less than or treating them differently. Yeah. It, like it's, it's not that far. Yeah. It really just made me think like so much of my life has been carrying all of this extra weight, but like, but at least I was the smart one. I was the responsible one. I was the, this, like I was the funny one. Yeah. I was, like, like I had all of those things, but I still was the fat one. You know, yeah. like, you know, like, and, yeah, and, and you just, but yeah. is it, but is that Henny, because to you and you've been open about this and, and already said this on the podcast before yeah. is that you didn't, you thought nobody was going to even see that or pay attention to that or comment on it. It's not, I'm not even using the right what, mm. I'm not even saying it the right way, but because of all of these other things that you had achieved and the things that you could do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's what I thought consciously 
or if just like thinking back or like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I think, yes. Like I think my weight didn't matter as much if I had these other things to offer, mm. you know, so, or at least, yeah. or at least it wouldn't matter to other people, you know, like, like yeah. if, if or I, was, had, or, was it, or was it a trade-off was something better Is it like for you? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. well, yeah, you know, she may be overweight, but she does this, 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 and this. I think that's how it was for me. I think that's yeah. how I, how I viewed myself and how I felt about myself that I had this inherent flaw, but I had all these other great things that I could offer you. So that's sort of like that balances it out. Balanced <laughs> it out. Yeah. 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 I, for better, for lack of a better word. And yeah. And, and so then to read this and read her say, like, I just wanted someone to remember me for what yes. I was good at rather than for what I looked like. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. But does it make you think about remembering people and the, and like from your, you know, whatever it could have been people, someone you went to school with, someone you worked with at a certain point and and if you were with a group of people and they said, oh, you know, what do you remember? Like, do you remember so-and-so? And oh, yeah, they were the one. There's always that. They mm -hmm. were the one, you know? And so, I mean, I until just saying that, I never really thought about what people would say about me. Yeah, I, I don't even know as... I don't even know what people would say about me. I mean, I I think that a lot of people would probably like like if I think of like high school, for example, which was yeah. when I was my very heaviest. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, I, I think there are people who would say, Oh, that was the like the really fat girl. I I think yeah. that's what some people would say. But I actually truly believe, and like maybe this is just uh, ignorance or uh, maybe this is the the wonderful god-given self-esteem that I've been given in my <laughs> life but but I do believe that a lot of people would say like oh that was like the I don't know like the really smart girl or that was the girl who did like that was the girl who did this or that was the girl who ran this event or like I do think that people would like would okay. say that about me I, yeah. I don't think that everyone like if I think of like my graduating class like I don't think everyone would would say the first thing like oh that was the really fat girl although I think a lot of them would yeah and like even like if I think about university yeah same like I I don't I don't think everyone would describe me like that. I mean, I'm sure 50% would. Yeah. But, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I'm this, I'm the same, but like, then I think about other people and I think like, I don't know, how would I describe other people? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't really, I don't spend a lot of my life thinking about those people. So I'm sure they don't spend a lot of their lives thinking about me. So. <laughs> you know. Fair. That's fair. Oh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely, I really, I really connected to that and felt that like, mm -hmm. and so, so then it, it was making me think about, you know, other things. Like I recognize too, like 
even even in reading this exact thing like like you know in in writing her her book and in writing this story gabby's you know it's not just that people can't get around her weight but they also can't get around her blackness you know and and for me i didn't have you know for for lack of a better way of describing it, two strikes against me, you know, like, yeah. so like the weight was a thing for sure. But like yeah. in, in all other areas of life, I've, I've been very privileged, you know? Yeah. So, so I think to have another thing that is working against you in society mm-hmm. and another thing and another thing and another thing, like mm-hmm. it's, and and so then I was thinking about like, I wonder what, other people feel like is their thing because because now I I feel probably that most people have that like most people probably have I just wish that when I left a conversation people weren't thinking about my blank like you know like Uh, yeah I wish that people weren't thinking about you know whether I've gained weight or lost weight I wish that people weren't thinking about like I don't know the bad haircut I just got or whatever it might be, you know, because come see me two weeks later and it's all good. <laughs> That's it. In two weeks, it'll be fine. It'll be all fixed up. <laughs> the haircut, not the weight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You only get, you only understand that if you have short hair. <laughs> so- <laughs> That's right. That's right. The difference between a good haircut and a bad one. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, so let's say, let's say you, you meet a person for the very first time, and you have a conversation, and then you part ways. Mm -hmm. What is it that you want that person to remember Uh. about you or about the conversation you just had? Or like, like, what do you hope you leave with people? Um, only be and, and I mean, I've had a lot of opportunities to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like some people you see again, some people you don't. And I, and then, and, I, and then I guess the follow-up question is like, what do you think they're like, they're left with? Like, I think, yeah. I, I think what I would want people to be left with and what I think they're left with might be two different things. Oh, there's a massive gap. I have a massive <laughs> gap between those two things. I think for me, if I were to meet someone for the first time and then like have a conversation and then leave, like what do I want them to think about me or what do I want them to you know, take away from that interaction? I think I want people to I think I want people to think that I know what I'm talking about. Okay. And I think that I want people to feel like, mm, like I was engaged in whatever the conversation was. Like I cared what they had to say to bring to the conversation. Yeah. And so I would say for myself that I would, I hope that they would walk away thinking that I was a good listener Mm. and that I was thoughtful with the questions that maybe I had asked them. Yeah, because that's one thing that I know I have really gotten better at mm-hmm. is asking a question or for more information without it, without the possibility of it being perceived as a judgment or opinion or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
but that takes pause like it's thinking yeah. about what I'm going to ask or say and I I've I've done that with family members a couple of mm-hmm. fam- my family members and that that really helps the relationship mm-hmm. by approaching it that way um and especially when it's not face to face but I do I do hope that people recognize that that mm-hmm when I'm asking, same as you, that I'm engaged, that I was really listening to what they were saying mm-hmm. um, and that I was asking thoughtful questions without being opinionated, mm-hmm. even if my opinion is completely different than theirs, you know, not trying mm-hmm. to make them have the same opinion as me, yeah. but trying maybe to understand why, why they're, why their opinion, you know, I, you know, what it is about them, their opinion yeah. that, you know, it's different and, and why they feel that way. Yeah. 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 And yeah. what do you, <laughs> what, I was going to say, what do you think people leave thinking? Yeah. I don't know what they, th- I like, don't know I, some, there, are t- there are times, Henny, that I have been somewhere and then I have felt that, oh, uh, you know what? I think that I came across very negatively. Yeah. And my responses to questions that were asked. And then They're, later do you find out that yeah. that wasn't what at all. Yeah, that, that wasn't their take at all. Sometimes, but very rarely does that, do I find that, get that information after. Yeah, I mean, you can, you, if you continue to have a relationship with that person or they still want to spend time with you, then, then that's probably not. Yeah. There <laughs> I've also gotten much better, Henny, at being out with people and just like I was, you know, saying is that I may have asked questions or reacted to something that they've said Mm -hmm. and then later thought about it again and will write them back and say like a clarification. Like, you know, I realized after that this may have been, and if it was, I apologize. It wasn't my intent, but I understand. So I have been very good about that if we've had a discussion about something and there might be a fact, I'm already really good about, unless I, it's something that I know I've had complete control of and I know if it's true or not true. I always say, Oh, you know, Oh, I, yeah, I thought that it was this or, you know, and, but it could, but something could have changed, you know, to not put myself in a corner. Like I'm a hundred percent right that there could be an opportunity that it's not, but if, but I have, if, later have found something out for instance it's very small what there was that earthquake in buffalo right last last week right last mm-hmm. week before mm-hmm. and i saw the news thing come up at like 6 30 in the morning it happened at 6 15 and it said if it, the, the initial thing said 4.2 right okay so then i went to the chiropractor and later on and i was saying to him and he's from New Jersey. And I said to him, I said, Oh, wow. I said, yeah. I said, did you see that there are here that there was an earthquake? And he goes, yeah, 3.8. And I said, Oh, really? I said, Oh, I heard it was 4.2. And he goes, Oh, I heard it was 3.8. I said, Oh, and he goes, Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I said, well, what, maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, I came home and I looked and it had been reported initially at 4.2, but it was a 3.8. Right. So, right. Right. So I messaged him with a voice, cause he always voice messages me back. And I was like, hey, I said, all right. I said, just so you know that, that you were right, it is was the 3.8. But I when I heard the news this morning, it was 4.2. Right. I said, 
you were you were corrected. It was a three point eight, right? I mean, and he's fine about it, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I also just because for me, it's like I I would I don't want I don't want to be known as oh that that you think you're so hard and fast in your uh. facts or opinions or whatever. No, no, no anyway. for sure. Okay, and so then final question. Okay. What do we together yeah. hope that people get from listening to us every week? Like what's oh. what like when when people have us in their ears for an hour every week, it, mm-hmm. it's wild to me that they do, but but they do. And then they you know they they finish listening to us and they take us out of our out of their ears. What do we want them to walk away with? Hmm. Um, I, w- I think, I mean, hopefully sometimes a couple of chuckles. Yes. Or like acknowledgements, like, you know, oh yeah, I do the same thing or, yeah. or, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what's that's how I feel. Or that's happened to me. Yeah. And also I think that, um, it's just very like open and honest in that maybe they pick up a, a tidbit of information or something like that they didn't know before. Yeah. I mean, we're not, and that we're just, we're very, like, authentic. Like, we're not trying to do something that's not who we actually are. Are, yeah. <laughs> what about you? It's easy, it's easy to, you know, to to speak for yourself when you are yourself. But, like, to say, like, I think that that who we are in our conversation on the podcast is very much ourselves. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, except for the parts that you you do um edit out uh, of- <laughs> well sometimes we get a, a little bit to ourselves and that has to be <laughs> that has to be you know <laughs> filtered a little bit, <laughs> a little bit filtered. yeah yeah no i think i think, I think all, it's same. not for it's not for all audiences <laughs> correct that's what it is that's what it is <laughs> not safe for work sometimes <laughs> Yeah, I think the same. I think I I hope that people, I hope that we leave people with a smile on their face. I think. Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope we leave people thinking that they've either been entertained for a little while or been um, you know engaged. Distracted. Yeah, distracted from something, or yes, yeah. or maybe like you said, like got a tidbit, learned something, or you know. But but I think yeah, I hope that people walk away from listening to us feeling like they've they've spent the the hour well that's that's nice thinking that's a nice way <laughs> I, I was gonna say it may not be true but it, it'd be nice if it were <laughs> can you imagine all our poor listeners are like phew did my chore for the week listen to those <laughs> for those of you who are listening to us we do really appreciate your your love and support and and it's it's lovely to know that we're that we get to talk to each other but that we're really talking to more people than just each other so it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of a cool thing it, it's been it's been a cool thing to do for 200 episodes it has it definitely has i think that's where we leave you oh we're going to bid farewell again okay mm-hmm. all right well you know, as always, thanks for listening. Thank you, Henny, for being so generous with your time and your mm, busy schedule. I guess we'll say goodbye. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bye.